We are very excited about today's show, but before we begin, we've got Jesse Ledoux with our product feature of the week. Jesse, tell us what you got for us. Hey, Steven. So pageant girls are always on the go. So this week's product is the Sherry Jesse Organizing Makeup Bag, which has compartments and zippers and flaps so you can keep all of your makeup in one place and your brushes without having to worry about madness ensuing with your products. <laughs> Why are makeup bags so important? So I can tell you right now, I am on the road and I did the worst thing you can do. I have one cosmetic bag and literally everything is in it. Like the wild, wild west. Brushes <laughs> are thrown. I was just, I packed in a hurry. I'm not proud of it, Steven. But anyway, so here's the difference. I have one bag that's a bottomless pit, so I'm constantly digging, which causes friction with my brushes, which like commingles products. So it's just not great all around. It's not great for the the, lo the longevity of your brushes, one. And two, it's not time efficient, space efficient, whatever. So this makeup bag, I actually have this makeup bag, so I can speak to it directly. There's an entire section dedicated with like pockets for your brushes. So your brushes sit flat, against this and then they're kind of housed in their own little spot and a flap goes over it. So you really protect the bristles and make sure that like any residue that's on those makeup brushes gets over nothing. So that's the first part is just the longevity of the brushes. Gosh. And I could imagine that, I mean, if you have everything all nice and organized, like you do when you're back home, when you have everything in your, um, to the Sherry Jesse makeup bag, uh, mm -hmm. versus, when you have basically a, a grocery bag that you throw everything in and you're rubbishing through, I could see how it would also create a lot more stress for mm -hmm. the contestant. Are you allowed to take your makeup bag actually backstage? Is that oh, a thing? Oh, for sure. Okay. Most pageants, most pageants, you'll have your own station or you'll have your own area. And this bag is like, it's big enough to fit all the necessities, but it's compact enough that it will fit anywhere. I actually use it. So I have like, like most pageant girls, we have our stuff everywhere in our home, like all over our vanity and beautiful acrylic cases. But this bag is perfect. Like I keep it in like in my purse with me anywhere I go. That's how compact it is. But there's four, three different sections plus the brushes. Mm. So I can fit my bronzer, my foundations, my loose powder, my pressed powder, my blushes, my eyeliners, ev literally everything fits in this bag. So it's great if you need to go from backstage area to your hotel room and you just need one thing to bring with you for touch-ups. So great. Okay, so how much does it cost and where can they find it? So it's $29.95 and as always, free shipping, free returns. You can find it at shop.thepageantplanet.com. I can't stress this enough. This is the most handy makeup bag I've ever used. Yeah, and we'll also drop a link for it inside the podcast description and um, you can just click on the link if you're interested in reading more about it. Thanks, Jesse. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Today, Jesse and myself, we're going to discuss six pageant packing tips that you should know before your next competition. So, Jesse, set the stage for us. Hey, Steven. So most of the time, if not every time, you are packing a bag and heading to your pageant. You're likely not getting ready at home and getting right there for the show all ready to go. So today we have pulled our Instagram audience to hear about their best pageant packing tips, and we are going to share that with our listeners. Okay, so we're going to talk about packing tips and actually how to execute said packing tips and even like why it works too. 
Exactly. Cool. All right. Well, take us to the first one. What's the first packing tip strategy you've got for us? So I call this strategy the minimalist. And I'm really excited because this was submitted to us by Miss Louisiana. Um, and she was just in the top 10 of Miss America. So we have a little bit of royalty that we are featuring. And this is Holly Conway, Miss Louisiana Holly Conway. And Hi, she Holly. said, Hi, Holly. Thanks for submitting. Um, so she said, Ship ahead of time and ship your clothes back as you wear them, um, which is a really unique concept. And it's perfect for people that have pageants like longer periods of time, like five days or more. Okay. And like, why does this tip really help? So this helps because, um, especially if you're like sharing a hotel with more than one person, which most of us are, whether it's family or another contestant, because you won't have space for all of the stuff that you need. I mean, you have wardrobe, makeup, um, likely a steamer, likely a clothing rack. I mean, there's just not enough space where you'll be staying. So clutter itself makes us naturally feel panicked. Do you feel panicked when you have clutter, Steven? Oh yeah. Like when Renata and I were at Miss America, um, our room was a hot mess and we were both like, I think this is the messiest we've ever been in our lives because we had all the products coming in that people wanted to gift out to the various Miss Americas was shipped mm -hmm. to our room, was shipped to the hotel and then brought up. And so we had like Jonathan Kane dressed Renata. Um, so we had like his dresses there. We had like crown boxes. We had um, big signs that people wanted to get in Miss America to actually autograph. You know, all that stuff was dropped in our room. So we had boxes and uh, we were like, sneaking around boxes and she's like where did I put my makeup and I'm like hello I'm not sure it's not on the east wing you know because it was just so cluttered and it was just hard to it really was hard to just kick off the shoes and relax because there's just so much stuff mm -hmm. you illustrated that so perfectly because I'm sure every pageant contestant or pageant parent listening empathizes with you because that is the case across the board. Like you can try to be organized, but if you're still have the same amount of stuff and as you're using them, they're still in that room. The stuff you have yet to use is still in there. Also, you have to dig through all the other previously worn apparel and shoes, etc. So this strategy from Holly is telling us to kind of pack it away as you use it. Um, because it's taking up valuable space and essentially it will then be taking up valuable time because to your point, Stephen, you'll be searching for it. So I would either say like you have to be able to have an extra suitcase or ready to ship it back and we'll get into the execution piece. Yeah. And, you know, I also I heard um, I was listening to a YouTube video on a monk. Um, it, it, he was talking about success in life and all this. And I, I thought it was an interesting concept. I mean, we all know that we only have so much time, right? And I also believe we only have so much energy. And he was also saying the same thing. He's like, we only have limited amounts of energy in each day before you're just exhausted and you're, you're out. He said, the more stuff that you surround yourself with, he was naturally a minimalist to your topic. Mm -hmm. um, he said, the more stuff you surround yourself with, the more energy that you give it so the more you feel depleted at the end of the day so he was like he was encouraging people to eliminate all the excess stuff that they had in their life and so i could see how that relates to clutter and stress because you're giving your you know to his words all this energy to all this other stuff in your room rather than just being at peace and just relaxed have you ever heard of a wardrobe capsule steven no 
okay, I feel like you of all people will love this concept. I will never in my whole life be able to execute it. But, and I don't think any pageant girl listening that's like actively competing could ever do this either. And you'll soon know why. So the wardrobe capsule is a concept where they say, okay, here are like the 10 staples of every wardrobe. And that's all you need. So you need like a dark pair of jeans, a light pair of jeans, a dark dress pant, a dress skirt, a blazer, a dress shirt, one dress. And it's like, imagine like totally whittling down your closet to nothing. And like, that's what you have, like those 12, 15 pieces of this wardrobe capsule. Imagine how much easier your life would be every day. You would like have less laundry to do. You'd have less thinking about what to wear. Again, I don't know if I could do it, but the concept itself is fascinating to me. Yeah, I know Renata could not do it. And I feel like the vast majority, I mean, my wife can do anything she puts her mind to. I just know that she wouldn't want to do it because she mm-hmm. likes shopping. She likes having that variety. Me as a guy, especially like working out of uh, my home on most days, you know, it's like not a big deal. And I could probably do it pretty easily. And you take me to a pageant, it's like, yeah, you know, put them in a tuxedo or put them in a suit with a different color shirt and golden right mm-hmm. so guys are pretty easy that way I, I would find it really challenging for for women though for me to wrap my mind around i mean i think we're not a shoe collection alone i mean we got a her custom closet where she has like i don't know six shelves and they're so wide for all the shoes and i just went in there this morning i'm like how do you have more shoes than with like we built this in anticipation <laughs> you'd buy more shoes and now like there's shoes on the floor. Like, how did this happen? Like, when did this happen? Right. But it's just, it grows. And uh, so I think that she would have a, have a challenge with that. Well, look up the concept itself. It's fascinating for those listening. Even if you can pare down your closet a little bit, like I know I was sitting in my closet yesterday before I was packing. I'm like, I haven't worn a three quarters of this stuff in the last year. So something to think about. Okay. Total tangent. Well, no, last thing I do that though. Like if I don't wear it for a year, I'll throw it out or like, I mean, I donate it, but yeah, but I just, if I'm like, gosh, I don't don't wear this all winter last year. So it doesn't make it into this winter's collection. So I'm like, why keep it? That's so fancy. Yes. Yes. Darling. Yes. yes. The (laughs) Stephen Roddy winter collection. (laughs) Yes. Yes. There we are. All right. How do we execute this? So my favorite way is on Amazon, you can order anything or you can get it at a mailing store, but those really strong mailing bags, Stephen. So those like they're, I think they're like shiny on the inside and they have an adhesive strip on one flap so they can be completely packed flat. So they're really easy to bring with you and you don't have the bulk that you would have if you shipped a box back. Yeah. Because boxes, of course, they have a size constraint, like they are only so big and like certain people will charge more for boxes of certain sizes when you're shipping them. So this bag is lightweight. It's malleable. It'll fit without causing a ton of weight. So you bring those and then like Holly suggested, go ahead and ship it back. And I would say call in advance or look up where the closest um, mailing outlet is. So it could be UPS, FedEx, USPS, whatever you want. And sometimes the hotel will have a mailing service in house. So if you plan to do this, call ahead make sure you have the plan in place. Cause the worst thing would be you bring these bags, you put all your stuff in it and then you can't do anything with it. And then they're sitting there and then it's a point of stress. So plan ahead for the step. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So that's the minimalist approach. What's your next pageant, um, packing strategy? 
The next strategy is all about protecting your investments. So this tip comes to us from Lily Booth, Lily underscore Booth, and she says, invest in good organization for your makeup. It not only reduces the risk of damage, it's easier to find things in a rush, smiley face. And I totally agree. Yeah. First off, love I love that name, Lily. It's really, really pretty. But um, why does this tip help so much? So I can speak for myself and I, I probably, when I speak for myself, when I'm talking about pageants, I'm probably speaking to at least 50% of the pageant population. So at least for me, I have spent so much money on my cosmetics collection because you can't just use, I shouldn't say you can't because you can, but like higher level cosmetics have great, great coverage. They're highly pigmented. They're long lasting. And because of all of that science that goes into stage makeup, it is not cheap. And like, can you imagine opening? Well, Steven, you can't, but I can imagine opening my favorite palette or like my bronzer and it's crumbled. And oh my gosh, is it heartbreaking or what? Like I, it happens. I hate imagining it because it is like the saddest moment in time, but it happens. And you spend so much on that product and then to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get the life out of this product or I'm never going to be able to use it again. That's a huge loss. Right. And obviously, well, maybe not obvious, but it's never happened to me. It has happened to Renata though. And I saw the pain on her face mm-hmm. and I'll say this, that yeah, it is more expensive, but this is a guy like not knowing the price. And but when I cross reference what Renata was normally spending on cheaper makeup, I'm like, it's not that much more. Like in the grand scheme of the, I mean, it's a Starbucks run in most cases. Like it's not like two or three X what you're originally paying for some of the stuff. So in, in some cases, yeah, if you just shell out a little bit more money, as you're saying, the science is so much better, the product has so much more stable, and you just feel better about the product. So mm-hmm. I would say, you know, spend a skip Starbucks for a day and spend a little yep. extra money on the makeup. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, I have plenty of drugstore makeup in like my everyday bag, but like things like my foundation, my moisturizers, my serums, of course, because your skin is so important, I'm going to elevate that. But if you have a drugstore makeup bag, kudos to you. Like you are definitely a savvy shopper. So certainly you can use it. Um, but regardless, you want to protect your investment, whether it's drugstore makeup or whether it's higher end. Yeah. So regardless. Okay. So this is especially execute? true. So I want to say that if you if you are packing in your luggage, your products are even more susceptible to breaking. So this investment in a proper case is really necessary. Mm. Okay. So how do they execute the protect your investment strategy? Yep. So do a ton of research before you purchase your travel accessory. So check reviews, talk to your favorite makeup artist and see what they recommend. And then beyond that, you could spend a fortune on this great carrier, but I would say even still pack with caution. So don't just chuck your makeup into the compartments, like make sure like that fits comfortably. And when I say comfortably, I mean, there's not too much room for it to jostle around because that's when a lot of the impact happens. But on the flip side, if it's jam packed, that can be equally as bad because there's no room for like, and again, we know science is not my thing, science and math. That's not, I'm not a STEM girl. I am a 
left brain creative. But anyway, um, if you have it packed, there's more shock absorption. So there's nowhere for it to go less forgiving, which case like it, it has more susceptible to breaking. So it can't have too much space. It can't have not enough space. And I would just say a step further and like those pieces, those items that you think might be even more like risky, like your, your mascara is probably going to be fine, but anything powder based, go ahead and wrap it with another protective layer. Um, you can put it in a sock, you could wrap it in a bubble wrap, whatever that is, just to make sure that it is fully padded and protected. Okay, so what about the the girl that um, they packed her makeup and you know she thought it was all safe and secure, but it shows up and it's just like shattered or broken. Do, do you have any strategies or tips to for that? Yeah, I do have a couple of tips. So the first one, and I did this recently because I had a bronzer mishap that was the worst. But anyway, so this is a Pinterest win. I love this. I love this tip. So I dropped like my favorite, um, my favorite powder wheel of like cheap colors and three different colors broke. And it was not only like a mess, but I was like heartbroken. Like you said, Renata, like you felt the pain on her face. Yeah. Like. Like, this is really important. But I will also say, like, if your pieces go on the floor, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. That piece is dead. Because, of course, there's, like, total bacteria everywhere. So if it breaks and it's still contained in its little space, um, put the pieces back in the compartment. Like, arrange it like so as best you can. Spray a tiny little bit of rubbing alcohol. And then until, like, keep spraying until it's soft enough to be reshaped. And then just go ahead and like pack it back in. So again, so you're softening the particles with this rubbing alcohol, which is sanitary. And then you're going to pack it right back and let it dry. And often you fix the problem. Wow. Okay. And yes. Okay. So if I'm just to make sure I understand this, you have yep. fragmented pieces that have broken. Yep. And yep. for the pieces that have not touched the floor, you're yep. then going to pick those up, spray some mm-hmm. um, rubbing alcohol on it. And um, I'll ask you about the spray for the rubbing alcohol in a second because uh, I'm just not familiar with that. But then you kind of put the pieces together, spray mm-hmm. it in there, and then do you have like a toothpick or something like that that you're like mixing it up with or you just leave it? or? Um, uh, I use I use my fingers. Oh, use your fingers. Okay. Yeah, oh. you could you – could I mean if you wanted to be – probably classier than me, you would use a toothpick, but, um, I use my fingers and it works perfectly fine. Um, I just did, so I shouldn't have said spray spray, probably the wrong word. I did like just drops of rubbing alcohol. Like I have my little container and I just like did little drops, but do it as you go. So you don't want to overload with rubbing alcohol. I would just do like one or two drops. See if you're able to loosen up those pieces, get them back into position. You don't want to like just soak it from the start. So just the minimal amount that you need to be able to pack it back into that section. Great. Okay. What's uh, strategy number three? Strategy number three, I call this the better safe than sorry. And Ava Thompson, Ava.Thompson0, sent us, my best pageant travel tip would have to be put all of your toiletries, powder, cream, liquid, etc., in plastic bags. You could pack them in one, but I usually put each one in separate bag because I want to be safe and organized. The bags prevent anything from spilling on your clothes and other items. Uh, I mean, I think we've all had that happen, but like, mm-hmm. you know, for just to break it down and keep consistency, why does this help? So this helps because, well, first thing, I don't know if you or Renata are this way, Stephen, but for me at like 1030 in the morning, I will have a moment of panic. Like, oh, 
then I turn my curling iron off and then I'm like stressing about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to go home to my house on the ground burned to a crisp because I forgot to turn the curling iron off and then I can't stop thinking about it. So that's the first. If you are an anxious traveler or if you feel like you're forgetting things or things are ruining or spilling in your bag, you're just not going to be able to be in the right frame of mind. So this will give you some great presence of mind to know that things are as protected as they can be. So that's the first one. Okay. And then I have, I have like a line, I think a lot of toiletry bags are lined with like a waterproof or water resistant liner. But then like, if I have several other things in that makeup case or makeup bag, I open it up and like, I'll have Johnson's baby shampoo all over everything. So everything in the suitcase is fine but not everything in that bag is fine. And for those of you that don't know, Johnson's Baby Shampoo is my favorite eye makeup remover. It is super inexpensive and is like an amazing hack. So if you haven't heard that before, it should be in everyone's cosmetic arsenal. Um, so it just gives you extra peace of mind, one extra layer of protection for your garments or your other items. Because if you got there and you had goo all over your makeup brushes, nobody would be happy. No one at all. Um, and I've had that happen too, right? Um, but what, what do you suggest as far as a bag to put in your, your toiletry items? Yep. So this one is really simple. Go to your local grocery store, get a box of Ziploc sandwich bags. I mean, I have a couple different sizes. So if I'm going to bring my full size um, hair product, specialty hair product, I'll put it in a big one for like my cosmetics. I'll do a smaller one, um, anything like that. So get an assortment of sizes. And the good news is if something, if nothing explodes, you could reuse those bags. So you may never have to re-up your supply of Ziploc bags. I just always have them on hand and then everything just kind of goes with its like counterpart from size and consistency. Yeah. Um, fun fact, a few years ago, I met the guy that invented the Ziploc bag. No, you didn't. Yep. Um, not poor. He is not poor. <laughs> is he also friends with the man that, in, I shouldn't say man, the person that invented Post-its? Um, I don't know, but <laughs> if so, or can you imagine if he did both? Oh, I mean, the creative genius behind that simple, those two simple mechanisms. But yeah. So, okay. Um, tip number four for packing. So number four, I call the space savvy traveler. And this comes from Faith Davis, faith.davis. A lot of beautiful names today. Ava, Faith, mm -hmm. Holly, yep. Lily. It's been a good name day. Yep. Anyway, so Faith Davis says, place shirts of similar types on top of each other and roll them to save space in your suitcase. Steven, have you ever done this? I am a avid roller. We're not a okay. big fan of me. Okay. Okay, so we'll talk about why it works, and I definitely want to hear your expertise here. So two words, space, saving, because nothing beats rolling your stuff, and you'll tell us all about it, but you have all your outfits, backup options, backups for the backups. There's just, like, not a, not a suitcase big enough in the whole world for a pageant girl, in my opinion. But have you, so this is also, like, a side note. Have you ever fully packed and your suitcase is perfectly to the brim and then realize you brought no pajamas um, I don't really sleep in pajamas, so that's not really a thing for me. Renata, though, we went to the beach last week. She was like, she realized she didn't bring anything because we went straight from the beach to Miss America. Yep. So it was yep. heavy Miss America. And then for the beach, she only brought a swimsuit. <laughs> she <had> like no <laughs> socks, nothing to wear at night or to go out in. So she's like, well, I can't wear a romper if everyone else is just wearing like beach shorts and a tank top because then I'm going to so then we had to go shopping to find out more stuff to she could have her <laughs> casual wear and then her bag was over 
because she shopped too much. You know, she doesn't know how to pop the clutch and say no. Like <laughs> she's like, but there's so many good deals. I'm like, you went for like shorts. How did you spend this much? She's like, but there was such good deals. So anyways, that's our story with there. So yes, we have definitely been there. And then I have to be a Houdini on having to pack everything so that it actually fits. And then, you know, whatever it weighs, it, it weighs. Yes. So like rolling is a cool concept because I found that when it's done right, you can gain like 25% of your space back. So let's talk about the alternative. So if you're folding flat, so you take your top and you fold it in half and you fold it again, and then you just keep stacking things on top. So that's the alternative to rolling for those of you who have only rolled, just so you know what the rest of the world does. Um, so I find that when you move from flat stacking to rolling, you do gain about a quarter of your space back. Would you agree? Oh my gosh. Yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell us how to execute? You know, for, for me, I mean, I roll... Um, I roll my underwear, I roll my my pants, like my suit pants, etc. Because I also find that they don't wrinkle as badly mm-hmm. when you when you roll them. Yeah. Um, t-shirts, I roll them all individually. I, I haven't tried the the corporate method that Faith was speaking of to roll like two shirts into one, which is actually a cool strategy. Um, and then what I do, and the other cool thing is like you can place them in little nooks mm-hmm. too. Whereas like if you're just doing the whole flat strategy it's not easily as placeable um like for i know most of our listeners are female however if the females are packing for the guys there is a unique suit traveling um, strategy you basically turn one sleeve inside out uh, if you have a suit and i would assume that this would work for women's blousers too because they could just kind of be awkward and how you roll or like you don't roll blazers or um, suit jackets, but how you pack them. So you turn one sleeve inside out, just one, and then you tuck that sleeve into the other and you fold it over and it saves some space. Um, I learned that for, I just Googled like how to pack a suit jacket and there was a good video on how to do it and it works perfect and your suit jacket doesn't get all uh, wrinkly. So it's it, it's a nice little hack there. But those are the strategies I use. I, I roll my pants, like my suit pants too. Um, I roll them. I roll my jeans, um, roll my underwear, roll my T-shirts, and it saves so much space, which gives Renata more space to pack other stuff. That's perfect. Yep. I'm going to have to look up that blazer tip. I've never heard of that. I'm having a difficult time picturing it, but I will look it up. Yeah. It, it's And even still, like I've been doing it for a few years now, and like – last week I had to like relook at it again. I'm like, crap, how did it work again? And so I had to pull up the video. I'm like, Oh, that's right. Okay. And it, again, it works like a charm. Love that. Very unique. Yep. So, um, there's that there. Um, and I will also say this with the rolling technique, cause I always bring a book bag, um, when I'm traveling and because it has my laptop in there, obviously we're a digital company and because I roll my stuff, um, I'm able to fit like my underwear or my t-shirts or whatever in the book bag with ease and it's not super mm. heavy either. So it's nice cause you can travel on with it and you know, you're not hit with an extra bag. So I traveled with a, a backpack this weekend. I'm going to try this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, I mean, if I would not, if I was not going from the beach to Miss America, I would have not even had anything in a suitcase because I could fit it all in my book bag through um, the, the rolling technique. 
Okay. So if you are going to do like several, like the layer technique that Ava's talking about here, you will want to pair all of your like clothing together. So you won't want to put your jackets with your silk tops because there's just going to be no stru structure there. It'll be a little bit flimsy. So with that said, you will want to pair like all of your tops or all of your pants, et cetera. That way that they will kind of roll on top of each other and they won't crumble into like a big frumpy mess. Yeah. So keep that in mind. There's tons of YouTube videos about how to execute this, but I think it is a great suggestion. Yeah, totally. Okay, great. Let's go to our uh, tip number five with packing strategies. So um, the next tip is take the open road. And this comes to us from our very good friend, Mary Harrison. Mary used to be a writer for us on the pageant planet. Hi, Mary. Um, hi, Mary. And her tip, well, she's um, on Instagram, S-N-D-E-V, sweetheart08. Uh, so she says, drive if you can, plane maybe faster, but a rental car isn't too bad, cost-wise, I'm assuming, and you can load it up and not have to worry about baggage fees. You can even drive out for security and peace of mind and then ship everything back, everything back and fly back. So that's one way to do it. Or you can return the car to rental place upon arrival, save money on rental fees and parking and pick up a new one when you leave. Oh my God, there's so many tips in here. I love it. I pack everything into garment bags in the suitcase for extra protection and then immediately hangs it up when I get to my destination. When driving, I lay the gowns down in the back seat, and it holds my daily clothes, makeup, et cetera. I'm going to skip to the end. And it said, I also travel with my own pillow due to neck injuries and a stuffed animal for comfort. Be sure to pack snacks and medicines, another bonus for driving. So clearly a ton of pros to take the car. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like Renata and I heading back from Miss America um, last week, we, mm -hmm. we rented a car rather than flying back because – the flight patterns, they took us from Atlantic City, New Jersey down. And this was the, the soonest it could get us there. Atlantic City, New Jersey to Florida, back to Boston, Massachusetts. No way. Yeah, that was the soonest flight. And it, was, and it was like nine or ten hours, whereas to drive, it was like six and a half hours. Yeah. So, I mean, and it was cheaper to drive, even when you factor in gas. Um, mm -hmm. So it was just like, yeah, it's just kind of a no-brainer. And it's something that I only looked at doing because the flight times were so long to get mm -hmm. us home. Um, so yeah, love this strategy. But you know, from your strategy or I mean, from your perspective, why does this work and why is this so beneficial? Well, yeah, Mary touched on a lot of them, but they're, it's usually cheaper, like you said. There's no limit to luggage, no restrictions on what you can be. And also, like, there's no limit on people. You're only paying for one car and gas one, I would say one time because you're not paying per person, right? So if you are a larger family, this is a great benefit. And then like your gown, I get so many questions, Stephen, about like, okay, how do I, like, what's the best steamer? How do I get my wrinkles out of my garments? If you are in a car or if you get like a larger vehicle, you can likely just sprawl your gown out in the back seat so it doesn't wrinkle nearly as much as if you had to stuff it into a bag. Um, and then Mary also touched on like you can bring all of your like crazy food. Like if any of us are like foodie weirdos, I mean like specific things for our diet regimen. And oftentimes you can't fly with a lot of that stuff. You will literally have every single thing that you need that is tradition to you. You don't have to worry about, okay, will they have it at the local store there? Yeah. And I mean, I'll say this with Renata and I, it was $159 to rent a car one way from Atlantic City to drop it off in Boston. And you mm -hmm. calculate, I think we spent like $40 in gas. So, I mean, less than $200, which you're not able to find a plane ticket for that. 
not even for one person. Oh my God. That's like a one. That's like, yeah. Oh my gosh. You'd be easily double that if you wanted to fly. Yeah, completely. So, um, all right. From your perspective, like how, what's the best way to execute, like getting a rental car and doing the strategy? Yep. So the first thing I'll say is I also want you, before you consider this option, think about like your threshold because we all have different thresholds. So how long is too long for you personally? And if you are traveling with a family, we talked about the cost savings, but will you drive each other crazy and increase your stress? So that's the first thing I would also say before you make this decision, will flying be, be easier on you when it comes to pageant time than driving, or maybe you're flying and the rest of your family is driving. So you want to weigh all those options, but this is an obvious one for execution. I would just say that once like you have your travel itinerary, build in an extra day. And there's a couple reasons for this. One, if you decide to stop and sleep along the way, you might have like reached your limit for that day. Like, you know what? I just need a rest and you want to stop and take a break or sightsee. Give yourself that time so you're not rushing to get there. And also, like several days of travel or even one really packed day of travel can be mentally exhausting. So don't be afraid to take that time to recharge. Mm, okay. So obviously, if someone chooses to drive like you know, Renata and I did, that you're six hours in the car, do you have any mm. kind of tips of maybe how they can maximize their their time or like make the time go by faster? Yeah, absolutely. This is like the time to interview prep. Like you can crush interview prep, especially like six hours in a car. We have 15 minute mock interviews for our clients. Like again, why do I even put myself in this position to do math on the fly when I know I can't do it? (laughs) What's six times 15, Steven? Um, Six times. Well, I mean, if we're talking like how many interview sessions you can get in, you can get in 24, you get in 24. 24. Yeah. 24 mock interviews in that time. Obviously you're doing them with us, but think about If you are in the car and you know like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do them with my mom. She asks me the same questions every time I want a challenge or she, I get nervous when she does my interviews because like nervous about people that are closest to you, but call people that you know in advance and say, I'm going to be in the car from this time to this time. Would you be willing to give me a call and do a mock interview with me? And odds are they will likely say yes. And you have a long, big window of time. So they'll be flexible with you. So that way, like you're constantly doing mock interviews, whether it's one-on-one with the person driving or can be someone anywhere else in the country, really, that gives you a call. When I was dating the girl that got me into the industry, um, I remember when she was prepping, I would just call her and then I, I would just she'd say, hello, or hey, what's going on? And then I would just fire off an interview question. <laughs> and, she would, and then she would answer and she, it's a way to just keep her on her toes and just like always be prepping so i'd throw out like a current events question or something like that so it was kind of a fun game that we had what a good pageant boyfriend you uh, you oh my gosh <laughs> all right um destined to build a, a pageant website is what i was for I sure yeah. <laughs> okay what's what's a uh, strategy number six on unpacking so this is the space saver strategy so we had the savvy traveler we have the space saver and this is from miss of north carolina that's her instagram handle and she says my best piece of advice from traveling via plane and even flying internationally to study abroad is to not worry about packing items you can get in whatever city or town you will venture to and she includes shampoo hairspray etc get those little common items once you land that way you can dedicate your luggage space to the important non-replaceable items mm, that's good what, from your opinion why does this help 
So there's a couple different benefits, I think. I think there's three that I map out. Um, the first is there's no risk. We already discussed like the dangers and ways to like cautiously pack liquids and other toiletries. By totally getting rid of this equation, and she, like we said, she mentioned shampoo, conditioner, body wash, hairspray, et cetera, a much lower chance of any of this damage happening from leaking or seeping. So that's the first thing. Hmm. Okay. The next is less weight. Um, like, I don't know if anyone else is this way, but I put my luggage on the scale and I hold my breath sometimes. And I'm like waiting for the numbers to pop up. And like a lot of these items can add significant weight because they're liquids, they're, they're denser. Um, so like I would rather pack an extra pair of shoes than pack a full size shampoo and conditioner. Uh, so I, I got a good strategy if, you know, girls are like you uh, that Renata and I have implemented and it works. So you stand, you stand on the scale and, you know, let's say you weigh 100, 100 pounds, 5 ounces, right? And then you step off the scale. Then you hold your bag in your hand and then you step back on the scale, right? And then let's say it's 150 pounds and 5 ounces. So then you know your bag weighs 50 pounds exactly. Yes. So that, That's I mean, a great strategy. Because rather than trying to position that bag directly on the scale, just, you know, get your exact weight and then step back on the scale with you holding the bag. That's perfect. Cool. All right. Um, and thank you for making it an easy number for my math. <laughs> Appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Got your back like a sweater. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, thir the third item is it's shorter packing list, less things to distract you from the important things. So when I say that, like you have so many things to remember. And um, I think what we're hearing here is like I talked about earlier, I have a specific lotion I like for my legs. I have dry skin. I need my special lotion. So I will pack that because I don't know if I'll be able to get to a Sephora or a specialty cosmetic store to get it. So I will pack that. But my shampoos and conditioners, I'm not really picky about that. At a pageant, I'm not washing my hair as much anyway because um, I want my hair to style better. So anything that's not specialty, you can get rid of. So you can focus on like your packing list getting shorter. You're more likely to complete all the items because nothing will get lost or forgotten. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, so a lot, a lot of good strategies there that you threw out. How mm -hmm. can they begin to execute this strategy? So this strategy is make a list of all of your personal toiletry essentials. What on that list takes up, and this is kind of a combination of these three criteria, what takes up a large amount of room, what could spill, and what is readily available at stores everywhere. So those are the three things you want to consider when you're going to cut something out. Um, so if like, if you only have one of those things, really think about, is this something that I need to bring? Mm. And then like that establishes your final list. The next step is map out the location you'll be staying in comparison to the nearest department store, like a Target um, or a drugstore that would have these products. So you never want to not pack them and just go in blind, hoping that it works out for you because who knows you may be, your hotel might be somewhere that's totally inaccessible to anything else. You don't want to risk that. So 
once you've established, okay, there is a place where I can get these things, you have to establish how you'll get there. So is it close enough that it's a reasonable Uber or Lyft cost? Are you bringing your own car? Can you drive yourself there? Are there other people that you know going that are competing that might also want to take this trip? Are you going to carpool? Can you walk, et cetera? So you have to get your list. That's the first thing. Plan of action of where you'll get the items once you're there. And third, how you're going to escape to get the essentials. Ah, that's great. Well, you have heard it. These are our six packing, pageant packing tips that you need to know before your next competition with a lot of side tangents and, and bunny trails. <laughs> but thank you sincerely for, for listening. And if you've received any benefit from the show or from the ones previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It may seem like a small action, but it really does like help us keep the show going. Thanks, everyone.